All right, what's going on, everybody? We are live right now. I'm being joined by the one and the only Blood Boxing. How's it going, Blood? Man, I'm chilling, man. How you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good, you know. Um, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I think for, for some reason I'm like, behind a little bit like it takes you like a few seconds to kind of get what i say but i don't know Streamyard's acting weird but we'll work with it you know what i mean so we've dealt with worse if you remember google cool. hangouts and stuff so we'll be all right uh super sam kennedy haplotype how's it going uh, just chilling here man um throwback thursday whoever's an old school channel welcome to come on you know just give me the word you know what i mean and we'll, we'll definitely let you on and stuff man um Hey, Blood, so it's been two weeks, man. We, we've been in a little bit of a hiatus, but now we're back. Throwback Thursday. Uh, first, man, g- g- give me your thoughts on Ari the yeah, Rugged right, Man. Yeah. I-, I like to see – I like to get him on the throwback in the future, but w- what are your thoughts on, you know, on Ari, bro? Hey, man, I think that he's um got a lot of boxing knowledge, man. I talked to him years ago. I talked to him, you know, way back in the day after he did the – Thing with Floyd Mayweather, maybe like three or four days after that, we was on leaving in the ring, and he came and he joined as a guest, and he was able to talk about things from the past, talk about other fighters. He was able to talk about Sanchez, all kinds of stuff, you know. So he studied the different eras. So I liked what I heard, and um, you know, I look forward to seeing him more on your show, man, because I thought that he um brought a lot to the show he has a lot of knowledge man anybody who studied the sport from the past i respect their knowledge and usually you'll notice that just like he said on your show yesterday that anybody who knows the sport wouldn't have floyd mayweather as their number one okay i just don't believe that anyone who knows the sport really well considering all the demands that he placed on fighters and his cherry-picking ways, he could never, ever, ever be considered in my top ten or anyone I know who knows boxing. Just that right. simple. And we did touch on that, and that's actually a good topic. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, is he TBE? I mean, is he the best ever at making money? I guess we could put him as the best ever at making money, right? That That's what he wanted to be remembered as. I mean, I don't know if you remember this interview, Blood. Remember that um, he was being interviewed, and he said he's like, uh, you know, people call me a coward. Well, guess what? I'm a rich coward. I don't know if you remember that interview. Um, yeah, I remember it. Like, who says that? Like, oh, only Floyd. He didn't care. Think, he always like, said stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, I mean, overall, I don't well, think he would the guy's say a coward. Straight up, like I robbed the bank. Yeah, high risk, low reward, all that shit that he said right in everyone's face. And, and nobody right. was listening to it because they was being fanboys. That's when the fanboy stuff came in during the Floyd Mayweather yes. era. You know, the Internet was a different place back in the day. And see, that's another thing um, with the boxing magazine. See, the boxing magazine went out of style in around 2005 because sites like you remember Doghouse Boxing and all that right. shit back in the day, way back in the day. They had the forums and stuff. And see. When the boxing magazine got weak, that's when Oscar De La Hoya came in and he stepped in and he bought 
the Ring magazine, and he bought the KO magazine. The KO magazine outsold the Ring magazine. Go do your research. Go do your research for several years. It's on the internet. Go to Wikipedia. They'll tell you. It outsold the Ring magazine. And if you're a true diehard boxing fan, my dad was in the military, so I was in all kind of different states. Everywhere where I went, I saw KO magazine, okay? What Oscar De La Hoya did is he closed that magazine down. Um, he bought the Ring magazine at a time when the magazine was dying out because of the internet providing information for us on a daily basis. And he made that magazine into a joke. He devalued the Ring belt. He took away the great magazine and he basically buried the legacy, man. And he buried the legacy of the great KO magazine, too. A lot of people don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, I know, I guess that we went from Flo we, we went from Floyd Mayweather to how we Oscar do it. Yeah. Boy, my bad. Shit. What can I say? Shit. Shit. That's how we do it on throwback. You know what I mean? We go all over the place. It's all good. St. Cruz says uh, Mayweather number 23 in my book. You know, he says generous. You know, in the 20s, 30s sounds right to me for Floyd. Yeah, me too. Me too. I could deal with that. The top yeah. 10, though. I just don't think people know what they're talking about. Now, 20s, of even that, there's an argument because of the era that he fought in. But if you say this era, shit, I, I won't argue with number one for, you know, if you say since 2000 or something like right. that. If you say since 2000, like the internet era or something, and you say number, he's number one for that, then I, I, you know, I don't even know if I'd argue with that. I'd probably agree with that right there. Yeah. I made a statement yesterday to Ari. It looked like he agreed with me, but I've always said this. I've always said, you can get Sugar Ray Robinson in a time machine, blood, bring him to this era, and let him cherry pick and all that, right? And he would be 50-0 easy, right? Especially if you give him Conor McGregor in the 50th fight. Like, like he will go 50-0 easy. Mayweather can't do 100 fights in Robinson's era. Am I wrong no, in saying that? Yep. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, well, I'm asking you, am I wrong in saying that? No, no, you're not wrong in saying that. In fact, well, the only problem is with Sugar Ray Robinson. I've been reading up a lot on Sugar Ray Robinson. I'm still getting a lot of stuff. I'm getting magazines, boxes by the week. I can't even, all the knowledge that's coming in, I can't even take it all at one time. But I've been reading a little bit of stuff on Sugar Ray Robinson. Come to find out, man, he had a lot of, just these kind of ways, man. And if he would have came in today and had all those um, perks and stuff Floyd Mayweather had, Sugar Ray Robinson might have taken it to another level. I'm here to tell you, he might not have. He might have retired after you know um, one big ass payday. He might have retired, man. He might have went out, got him about 20 women, and retired. <laughs> so I don't know how Sugar Ray Robinson would have held up with his personality in that era. Right, he would have right. been a real hard guy to please. He would have been hard at the bar. When the pay-per-view fights, he would have wanted all the revenue. He would have wanted all this shit. Sugar Ray Robinson was a diva too, man. But for that time period, he really was. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I'm just saying, if he gets a sherry pick and he, like, you know. like who he, would have had he came in with the same mentality he had yeah. with a 1940s mentality. If he came in with a 1940s mentality, then, yeah. you know, that's a different story. He'll clean house. You know what I'm saying? Get the pick who he wants to fight and all of that stuff. Man, they're clean and have like several belts to pick between. Um, you know, he would have won belts from one um, 
uh, from welterweight all the way up to light heavyweight to maybe even cruiserweight because he could have found a cruiserweight fighter that he could be. You know, he would have went all went away all the way to the cruiserweight, man. That's how I look at it. That's how great he was. He fought so under I, extreme conditions still. The gloves were still smaller. They wasn't as good to protect your hands. So these guys held up. That's part of what made them great. So when you say that Floyd Mayweather is um could could win 100 straight fights, what is he going to do? Rejuvenate his hands after each fight? He couldn't even take um, he was complaining after 30 fights, man. After 30 fights, he was complaining. They were saying his hands were shot. He started getting the sh shots in his hands. He wouldn't have had none of that stuff back then. And he would have got knocked out. Somebody would have knocked him out back in them times, you know. Anybody from back in that era, man. All of those um, real roughhouse fighters, Griffith, all them guys, man. He would have had a real problem with those guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, dude. Uh, St. Cruzan has a question for us. Send us a question, guys. He says, what fighter beat Archie Moore three times? Last one by KO. You know the answer to that, Blood? Three times. Uh, the last one, the last time he knocked out Archie Moore. Yeah, it says, what fighter beat Archie Moore three times in the last one by KO? Yeah. Mm, um, hold on. Let me think. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. That's a good one. I'm not sure. Give it Give it to us, man. Uh, give it to us, Satan. Got me with that one. No. I'm not even going to fake it. You know what I mean? Hey, I give it, it, I don't Charles. know who it is. Give it to us. Yeah. Was it Ezra Charles? Well, I ain't you saying Ezra Charles. Twice. I thought they fought two times. Right. EJ saying that it is Charles. Charles. They fought three times for real? Okay. Uh, Type says, mm. you can't compare the two because Mayweather never moved up to middleweight. And they both started around the same weight. Wow. And, and I mean, Robinson fought at 175, right? He didn't win because of the damn sun and stuff, but he did go up and test himself right there. Yeah, he says Arizona Charles. I could have sworn they fought twice, but. Me too. Okay. I thought they fought a few times. That's okay, man, because I haven't got to Ezra Charles yet, but I have every ring magazine from 45 up and i got several others and i got a lot of um ezra charles and i'm going to do a documentary on him but to be honest with you ezra charles and those guys i haven't gotten knee deep into them yet because i have so much information i'm on other careers right now okay i'm on other you know um, certain historians cover certain fighters and for me i'm caught up in about five different careers right at this time that i'm still getting into and I'm finding a lot of shit. I'm finding out a lot about a lot of other fighters. Um, when I do get into Ezra Charles, I could tell you that I have all the original documents. I have them all. I could tell you that. And I'm going to put them together. Wait till you see what I do with this Salvador Sanchez documentary, okay? I'm going to tell you about five-star promotions, okay? There's no information on the internet. Type five-star promotions in, you'll find nothing. I'm going to tell you about all of that. I'm going to tell you about his deals, his TV deals, and how TV deals work. 
in the early 1980s because when Don King went through his thing with Five Star Promotions, um, it kind of let me know through all the different uh, magazines that I got and the different newspaper clippings that I done read, which is 120-something of them for the newspaper clippings. And I have pretty much, I, I think I have every magazine that Sanchez was in. That's why it's taking so long. I'm trying to do this guy some justice, okay? So I got something good coming, right? I got every fucking magazine. I've got newspaper articles. I know backdrop stories now of Sanchez. I know about his oh, his little run with Five Star Promotions. Um, I learned a little bit about Gil Clancy, them promotion company. Um, I learned about uh, Madison Square Garden Promotions. Um, a lot of the different outfits and the different things that was going on with the TV deals, Okay. My era of boxing starts around 1983. That's where I'm an expert. I'm an expert from around 83 to about 2010. Okay, that's where my that's where my biggest um that's where I was really taking interest in the fighters. Anywhere from 83 to 2010. Around 2010, I started to lose interest because of all the alphabet belt shit and all the shit that's going on and all the politics that's driving me crazy around here. You know what I'm saying? And they continue to drive me crazy as I look at the spreadsheet. But anyway, man, I once again I went somewhere else with the whole thing. But hey, that's what we do, right? On throwback, that's what we do. Hell shit. yeah, that, 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 that's what that's what right? throwbacks. It's just you know, it, it's there. There ain't no notes. There ain't no structure. We just we don't even talk about the show. We just come on here. We sort of start talking. You know, um, someone is asking here, a champ. What do you say about? Uh, Nicolino Loche, look, man, uh, great Argentinian fighter, um, throwback, really good defense. You know what I mean? I know, uh, for, I, I know Reynoso, uh, Canelo's trainer, uh, studies him a lot as far as, and, and he implements some of Canelo's defense, you know, they get it from that. At least that's what they say. Maybe they just don't want to give Floyd any credit or something, but, but that, that's what, at least that's what they say. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have any, uh, thoughts on? But I know he's a great fighter from Argentina, man. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, once again, I only know. I basically know who these fighters are and stuff like that. But I really never got into his career other than just right. knowing of his existence and things. I know he had a lot of fights. He was one of those guys who had like 100. Uh, he might have had 130 fights or something like that. And I know he fought. Throughout the 19, because I have them in some of the magazines. Like um, I know he fought throughout the 60s and 70s. That's all I. I don't know much about him other than what he looks like, and um, pretty much that's about it, man. You know, I know he was a world champion and things like that. Um, I think he might have been a light. What was he a lightweight or something like that? He was a lightweight, right? Was he a lightweight? Yeah, um, so so. He he did fight at uh, like lightweight, you know, uh, pretty much. I would sounds about right. Yeah. Hey, what's good, Fanon? Shout out to Fanon, man. Absolutely, Fanon, man. Shout out to Fanon. Um, you know, one thirty-five, one forty would be like where you could say he fought it. You know for sure. Uh, Fanon says, "What's good, D Style and uh, Blood? Absolutely, what's going on, man? Shout out to Fanon. Thank you so much for the support. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and uh, we got, of course, Kurt, uh, Curtis Anderson on here. Kurt Sugar uh, in the chat as well. How's it going? And we're joined now by the one and only Dan Demand. How's it going, Dan? 
Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, what's man. How you doing, Dan? I'm all right, man. Just got doing some little, uh, you know, little errands with my wife, so I'm just back here at home chilling. So what's happening? <laughs> hey, you know, I want to do hey, what I'm much, you. man. I'm gonna ask you something, Dan. Did you get your magazine? Because you're the only one who didn't confirm that you got it. Um, you know what? I don't think did I the did, but I have to go back. Yeah, I have to go back and check my appeal box, but I'll let you know, man. I'll probably check by tomorrow because it's kind of late on my. Yeah, end, let me so know. I'll, let me I'll know. Probably, been there like a week ago. Yeah, I think it's there. Yeah, I just have it? to go and check. I'll check my. Oh, okay, okay. So the What's box. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll check it, man. But yeah, yeah. So I heard uh, you guys were mentioning Nicolino Lache just for the moment. But if yeah. you don't, if I can get a moment to um, comment on that, um, you know, he's a very, you know, one of the few fighters, well, one of many fighters that doesn't get mentioned on this um, YouTube, YTBC platform that much because he was obviously he was kind of widely unknown because he spent most of his career fighting in Argentina. But, you know, he did take it to the world level in one of his fights against uh, got that cat name he beat for the world title, uh, the Japanese fighter, I believe. Uh, but, I mean, you know, he was a, a, a master at defensive tactician, which, which he was widely known for. And, you know, one of his greatest wins on his resume was against Antonio Cervantes when he was up and coming. So, uh, right, right, right. You know, Cervantes was on the cover of that magazine right there that I got. I know uh, okay. Cervantes. And he's on the cover of the magazine that I got going up in February um, 1976 here. Right, right. I do see it. I do see the cover right there. Yeah, I see Cervantes, Ali, and uh, Monzon. Yeah, I see a lot of guys there, man. <laughs> you know uh, what? Actually, I'm glad you're here because you know what? I can't, I can't name all the guys on the cover, okay? I was looking at it. The only guys that I recognize are Ali, Cervantes, Monzon, Aguello, and isn't that Duran right there, a beardless Duran right there? Um, I don't you know what? Nah, I don't think that's Duran. No, I don't think that's Duran. I think that could be, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man, I can't. Yeah. Let, let me it. Uh, first, uh, shout out to Afro-Rican G-Man. I appreciate the support, bro. Uh, I'll widen it out here so we can kind of get a closer look, and then I want the chat to kind of chime in, see if they can tell us. Yeah, yeah, but let me know who all of these guys are because you know, um, I don't know, shit. That's what I'm saying. You know, like when it comes to the '70s, that's I only know my era from when I was alive, like the '70s and the '60s and all of that. I have, you know, basic more than the average. I'll tell you that. Right. Right. I hear you. Yeah, well, uh, while I get that up here, Dan, I always ask everyone who comes on to uh, Throwback Thursday, I always ask him the same question, man. How did you discover YouTube boxing, man? And, and what made you decide to start a YouTube channel? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I was, um, I was um, what you call it, I was a commenter. I wasn't, I mean, I was a, com you know, I was commenting, I should say. I wasn't, um, you know, I was just watching you guys and, and Blood and most others since 2008, man. 2009 around that time and uh, i remember you guys used to have the rope adult radio at the time when you had uh that dude that i couldn't stand at the time kent i know blood and kent went at it one time <laughs> i know blood probably remember that years ago oh, but oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> i forgot the last name but i couldn't stand the dude he was too annoying but no disrespect but uh him at the time um and then there was boxing wasp that came around at that time and uh we all remember him and uh, yeah. we had uh, Carcino, obviously, and, and uh, before then you had uh, Filthy Mouth, you had uh, 
uh, let me see. I, I mean, I could name a lot of people that people don't even remember. They're not even on this platform anymore. But, you know, Boxing Bill and uh, Joe Clem, I know they people didn't like them. But <laughs> other than that, uh, yeah, I was around at that time when I was just listening to you guys, man. But when I started to make videos, it was around 2015. It was like, you know, the whole Floyd Mayweather debacle. I, I mean, I guess Blood can try to say this, too, in a way. Uh, at the time, look, I, you know, I really liked Floyd Mayweather, but I didn't like his uh, tactics. I didn't like his business decision making. I mean, look, at the end of the day, he had a great career. I just didn't like the fact that they were, um, you know, people were defending him when he was criticizing fighters from the past, especially fighters who couldn't defend themselves. So that's what prompted me to jump on here and, and combat that. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I'm a guy who respect all time greats. I'm not saying they were perfect. No, 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 no. But at least most of them wouldn't go out there and, and chastise and criticize their, uh, their, um, you know, their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their predecessors, as I call it. Why, especially at a time where predecessors can't defend themselves. Now, you could go back and say, okay, if you're mentioning Muhammad Ali, he did criticize Joe Lewis, didn't he not? I'm like, yeah, he did. But at least at the time, Joe Lewis would, could, was able to defend himself amongst that criticism. Ali couldn't do that. So I felt that was a little bit disrespectful for Floyd to do things like that in my way. I mean, look. It doesn't degrade the fact he had a great career and all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's what kind of, um, um, you know, prompted me to start my channel. And, you know, just talk about boxing, man. Talk about it on a rational level. Let's talk about history. Because I think what was missing from the platform, and um, I know shout out to you, D-Style Blood. You guys kind of kept kept the all-time greats in, in, you know, on your platform as they uh, give them, you know, recognition on your platforms. I thought that it was like... Um, I had to do that as well because they don't get enough recognition because everybody seems to be fixated on uh, modern day boxing, which is not a bad thing. But right. to say that, uh, let, I'll just throw out something. I could have heard something from the grapevine that uh, someone said that I believe someone said that I could be wrong here. I, I asked this person this question and I'm not going to mention the dude, but I think someone said that Terrence Crawford was the greatest lightweight of all time. And, Things like that. And then when you hear things like that, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. If you can repeat what you just said, I'm going to make sure I, I got a perfect, perfect understanding what you just said. I just want to make sure. Did you just say that Terrence Crawford was the greatest lightweight of all time? And that person said, yeah, because he could do this, he could do that. I'm like, well, have you heard of Roberto Duran? Have you heard of B Benny Leonard? I mean, because if you haven't heard of those guys, then you shouldn't have said what you just said. You know, those type of things. Right. So, you know, but that, that's what kind of got me to um, get on here, man, because I like to keep those all time greats and, you know, give them a platform so they can get the recognition that they deserve, that they never got when they were up and coming. So I'm um, like, as a Charles, the Cincinnati Cobra, that's my favorite fight of all time. Nobody talks about him, you know, so and he has arguably probably the best resume in boxing history, in my view. That's just my opinion. You could say Harry Grab does. That's fine. You could say. uh you could say, you know, uh, you know, Joe Gans, the the old master, maybe Barbados Joe Wilcott. You know, you could, you know, Jack Johnson even, that's fine. But at the end of the day, I think the Cincinnati Cobra have probably had the overall best resume of all time because this man started as a, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he was an amateur, um, uh, what, el amateur welterweight. Then started his career as a very small middleweight. It was beating the Black Murders Rose fighters like uh, Charlie Burley when he was 18 years old. He's fighting M Hall of Famers like Ken Overland. So, you know, at the early stages of his career and then moving up to light heavyweight, he was taking on guys like, uh, you know, like the Homer Williams, the Jimmy Bivens, and, you know, even Joe Lewis that took his title away. So, uh, you know, a fight with many people felt that he couldn't um, win.
especially coming all the way up from, from you know, from light heavyweight with small light heavyweight at that. Right. So, you know, right. things like that. You know, the Cincinnati Cobra, this man was in wars with many great fighters and beat them all against and, and despite the odds. So, to me, Ezra Charles was like the original Evander Holyfield. Small guy, didn't give him much a shot, especially fighting the bigger weight guys. He was knocking them out and then beating them. And against all, right. you know, against circumstances. And yet, he doesn't get that type of recognition because – Nobody knows of him, maybe because of the fact that there were fights that people bet on him to lose, and then he beat those guys, and then he was kind of, he was almost, some people would say he was, like, being trying to be marginalized, like Gus Milanovic, who was light heavyweight champion at the time, who refused to give him a shot at the title, but yet Ezer went up to the heavyweight, beat Joe Lewis, and then Gus Milanovic also won a heavyweight title shot, and then Ezer Charles gave him the shot and knocked him out. So <laughs> I guess out of retribution, it's like, hey, well, that's what you get for not giving me a shot at the title at light heavyweight. So it is what it is, you know, you know things like that, man. Man, he had an awesome career, Ezra Charles, man. A phenomenal career. It's, it's unfortunate what happened to him after his boxing career, too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The lifestyle yeah. go through after his boxing career. And there should be a tribute out there for him. That's why I'm going to read every – 50s, 40s, and 50s magazines I got on Ezra Charles. I'm going to put out the best documentary. Um, when you see the Salvador Sanchez piece, you'll see where I'm going with Ezra Charles and whoever else I decide to feature. You know what I'm saying? I, I just love doing stuff for these old school fighters because the true stories need to be told. I couldn't come on here and just do a, a Wikipedia thing on Salvador San Sanchez, okay? Because yeah. There's so much information that's not on the internet, okay? So Absolutely. I have to do what I got to do to put this information out there. And Ezra Charles is right after Salvador Sanchez. Dan, in fact, you should do that, some of that Ezra Charles with me, man. I'm going to invite you to yeah, call I would. to um, help me complete that documentary. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that, man. I'll work with you on that. I would like to add one thing, too. I remember a time where uh, – you know, where uh, somebody went out and said that Sugar Ray Leonard is the greatest fighter of all time, right? And I had to respond mm -hmm. to that to, that that claim, and I say, okay, uh, well, if he's the greatest fighter of all time, then can you tell me, I had this person, he's an uploader, but he doesn't really get into animosity anymore, which is a smart for him, smart thing for him to do, but I asked him, well, yeah, can you tell me why he's better than... Yep. What's up? I, agree. I said, say yeah, Sugar I Ray Leonard, that is smart to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I asked the guy, I was like, okay, can you tell me why is he better than Ezra Charles? He said, who's that? I was like, well, that's my oh, point. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so check it yeah, out. You can't have, um, that. You can't have hold, hold that thought there, Dan. What's going on, EJ? Yo, what's going on, man? Now, you guys are talking old school, man. This is some good stuff. What's up, Blood? What's up, D-Star? What's, what's up, Panda, man? I mean, throwback. I mean, we had to reach across the pond, bro. You know what I mean? You're one of those old school <laughs> channels still around, still kicking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I turn around, he's just talking Lakers basketball, and I turn around, he's talking boxing and old school boxing, new school boxing. But I want to ask you the same question. I ask everybody, EJ, everybody that comes in for the first time. How did EJ Boxing Live get into this boxing talk here on YouTube? What got you to do it? And how did you discover it? Yeah, well, it was, yeah, like, you know, I was just watching YouTube, and, like, at the time, yeah, like, you know, you had a lot of fighters, and I, I like, you know, historicals, I remember the, the debate, back, this is going back, I think it was 2007, 2008, maybe around there, the debate back in the days was always, like, because I think Mike Tyson, did Mike Tyson, no, 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 it's even further than that, 
I think Mike Tyson didn't fight Lennox Lewis. No, he was, I think it was just after Mike Tyson fought Lennox Lewis. But there was a debate, a strong debate back then, yeah, that if Mike Tyson was fight Ali, who would win? And a lot of people remember when, uh, you know, when, when Mike Tyson was doing anything backwards and forward. And there's a guy called Video Six, right? So I used to watch this guy called Video Six. He's from New York, wherever. And he was arguing backwards and forwards. And I was listening to this guy. I said, bruh. And that's the sort of the bit I wanted to get on. And when I saw that, I just got inspired. I said, yo, I'm going to start, like, you know, go on YouTube and start saying my thing. And uh, and that's what I started to do. So I say it was, I was watching the Video 6. And then I got, and obviously, all the videos from Video 6, 78. Then I see, obviously, my man Blood, who's obviously spreadsheet, and then all, all the other guys in the black screen team, and that was it, man. That was that's 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 how I how, how I got in. It was just basically getting into some of these debates that old school talking about. I mean, that's it was the historical talk, and also the current boxing at the time. Mayweather Pacquiao fight was just getting started. I didn't think nothing of it. That I, you know, I mean, that turned into something. Obviously, you know, the Gambino, the Pactars, and about the war, them wars and stuff like that. So it was really back then. I was then obviously like me and Beats, Beats. There was Beats and Hatman, and there was a guy called UK Wing Chung. Another guy called European Boxing yeah. was the only guy from over here, right? So UK uh, European European Boxing turned himself E Boxing later on, and then um, Hatman was doing his thing, and then Beats was doing like he done a he done a really good historical thing on um, on the cruiserweights, right? Where Guys are too big, too small to be heavyweights, and he made them in, in a catch week, and he done, like, historical 10, 10 fighters in a cruiserweight, and he kind of made And I said, wow, that was good. So then me and him got talking, and I reckon that's where people get to know, I think it was me and Beats, because we, we used to go in each other. Like, even though we kind of, we cool with each other, we used to go at each other hard. And I think that's where me and him kind of got in. So I'd say video six and just listening and some of the debates, but there was so so many. I mean, the historical stuff we're talking about now that that always interesting because the historical stuff you can always talk about it, bro. Because it's like um Jack the Ripper; it's never solved. You know what I mean? It's always like you're talking about the greatest of all time. Everyone's talking about Ezra Charles. I throw in Sam Lamford. You know what I'm saying? I throw in Sam Lamford in, into the into the equation and say, oh, Sam Lamford is probably one of the greatest of all time. It's like who's Sam Lamford? Like to me, bro. Like man can pay from lightweight up to heavyweight. When there was only like seven divisions in the time and for all the best at the time, you know, and like you know, decisions against every all the greatest fighters, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I always like some of these debates backwards and forwards because you know, you can do all this stuff and talk about Canelo, you can talk about Ryan Garcia, talk about Crawford, um, right, what's his name, Gary Russell and stuff, but the old school stuff, yeah, always, always, always because unsolved, there's always an opinion. And Bloods was talking about the Salvador Sanchez. That's I. I don't even know about that. I mean, I want to really discover about the. Was it? Is it Marut? The Matt Marut, the, the Muslim guys who's in the promote. They were they were controlling boxing along with Don King, and I don't know how they disappeared. I think the last fight they had was Manny Pacquiao. I'm I, I'm really intrigued to see what happened to them guys there. You know what I mean, I'm, so I'm, I'm gonna do some research and try and find out what happened to them and how did they come into boxing. But there's so many angles you can go to in this boxing thing that rather than the current stuff was happening. So that's how I came to boxing video six and just followed it from that one. That's what it was. All right. Good stuff, man. Hey, shout out to Living in the Ring. Dave, the win is on your 97 rough in the chats and these style channels come out swinging in 2020. Hapro type on here. Curtis Anderson, Bruce goes, St. Cruising. We got Fanon International. And we got, I mean, Afro Rican. Okay. Well, we got, you know, Stormy B-Man. Okay. We, we got a lot of, 
great names here, a lot of knowledge, and not, not to mention the panel. The quality of the people here is something. And Curtis Anderson says, I'm in La La Land with all this boxing talk. It's a it's a great platform. I was watching Gomez versus Sarate. And of hey, course, that was how- a great fight, man. Hey, Gomez, yeah. that motherfucker Gomez, that was another one of those Puerto Rican versus Mexican battles. Hell and yeah. that guy, Gomez, man, he knocked out like 30-something straight before yep. um, Sanchez got to him, man. Man, yeah. that guy was a beast. That's another thing I did on the documentary is you're going to get to see the careers of Gomez, um, Lopez, all kind of people. I put all those – because, Steve, I put all those guys' careers. I'm going into all of those guys' stuff. I got um, magazine articles of them. I clipped all that yeah. stuff. I clipped it. I clipped, yeah. like, over almost 200 articles, I'm telling you. Yeah, wow. speaking of uh, speaking of Carlos Arate, an all time great in my view at, at the lower uh, weight. Let, but... let me just say this really quick. Capital type, uh, uh, thank you a lot for the super chat, man. He says could be the best chat section of all time. Salute, get the smoke is on here. He says uh, peace shout. Hey, you want to stay on here, bro? You might win this classic magazine. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that Carlos Sarate, just a real quick. I was actually watching one of his old fights, him and Jeff Bennett, and uh, <laughs> it was somewhat bizarre how that fight ended. Now, don't get me wrong, Bennett. You know, before the stoppage, Bennett did was up on the cards. I'm not disputing that. It's just the, the way the how that fight got stopped. Yes, um, Bennett knocked him down. I think he was winning four of those five rounds, in my view. But you know, the, the referee stopped the fight because of a cut over Bennett. Uh, Phoenix left eye or right eye due to a uh, the the referee initially ruled it an, an accidental headbutt, and then when he did that, he took a point away from Sarate in the fight. And I was wondering why did he do that? I think because maybe in his mind he he was trying to give Fennec any possible chance he could to win the fight on the scorecards. Which I mean, I don't. I mean, to me, I know a lot of people are looking at that and say, okay. Sarate got robbed for any uh, any chance of winning that fight. I, I kind of disagree with that, but to the extent though, I just felt that the referee should not have done what he done. Yes, he stopped the fight because of the fact that the cut was was bad, but I thought it was not that bad enough for him to stop the fight. I thought he was just giving um, Sarate a chance to get back in, you know, stop him from giving uh, Sarate a chance to get back into the fight because he thought that Fennec was tiring it out. But that's probably what it was, in my view. I just wanted to just chime on that. <laughs> and he was in, he was like. Late in his career during that time, that's like one of his oh. last fights, ain't it? Oh, yeah. He was very, very well past his prime. I mean, he went to that yeah. fight, what, 66-2? Only two losses, one to Gomez, and I think another one to, uh, was it Ruben Alvarez that he fought him, that uh, yeah, took his, one of his hoes away? Yeah, I have to go back and check. But, yeah, he was 66-2 and two going into that fight. Yeah, he was way past it, and some people felt that Fennec wasn't ready for that fight. Yeah, he um, – Beat um you know uh, Dan uh, Jaragosa before that fight cool but at the same time some people thought he wasn't ready but you know because you know Zarate was a veteran he'd been around he was uh, beating a lot of Hall of Famers he had a stellar record going in well vastly experienced but other than that Fennec had to handle himself pretty well but again I think what it was is that you know the referee saw Fennec tiring out after five rounds and he saw the cut and he wanted to stop the fight and then take a point away from Zarate <laughs> when he initially ruled an accidental headbutt. I was like, whoa. Yeah, great stuff, Dan. Yo, a shout-out to, um, you know, Haplotype and Curtis are debating Tyson versus, you know, Ali. We're going to talk about that in a little bit for sure. I don't want to dive into that. Shout-out to Best Fight the Best. He says, all hitters on the panel. I appreciate the support. By the way, guys, in the chat, has someone said yet who all those faces are on the cover right there? I know you can't Google that one. 
You know what I mean? But if anybody could give me those names, please put the names in the chat. I want to know who can answer that question, by the way. All right? Yeah, yeah. You, you're talking about the pictures, right? Yeah, right, right. It's on the screen right there, yeah. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Give us the fighters, man, because right now, um, maybe Dan the Man, we didn't ask him. I got I got Ollie. You know, we did ask Dan the Man. I got Ollie Cervantes, uh, Monzo, Aguello, Duran. Um, that that other guy, the beardless guy, I don't think that that's um, I don't think that that's Duran actually. That's yeah, actually, there's um, one of the guys is there is Jose Napoli. So I wanted to point that out. He's yeah, right Jose underneath Napoli. Ollie. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah. I, I meant to say him too. He's right under Ollie Napoli's. You're right. And um, the other guy looks kind of like um, is that Ben? That Ben Venuti guy, you remember him? Yeah, Ben Venuti. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. Is that Ben Kirk? Is, is that, that Benny? Kick- ben uh, I don't know, but is that Benny Kick Perret, the black guy, the other black guy? On to the far left. No, 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 no. That's oh, not, that, that that's looks like Cervantes. That's nineteen seventy-six. Oh, right here, sure in the bottom, like without a shadow of a doubt. Okay. Uh, that's Monsoon, right, with a big freaking Bruce Lee type hair. Yeah, that's that's, that's him, and that's Aguero next to him. That's is that Napoli's Durant? under Ali Chen. Harry shit. Shit, probably Duran Young. Cervantes on the end. All right. That's uh, is that Olivares, the the one next to uh, at the far right, right below Napolis? Yeah, I think that's Ruben Olivares right there. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Who's, yeah, that's that's Duran, man. Yeah, that's definitely Durant getting his ass. That's the rat. I think it Probably is Durant. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that's the rat. Who's the, who's the other guy with the crown? Who's the one with the crown? That's I don't know. That's I think that's that. That's that one hundred and who was that? Um, junior middleweight from the uh, that uh, it was an Asian junior middleweight from the yeah, mid nineteen seventy. Like he, he looks like he looks like that looks like um the middleweight. The middleweight champion who fought um Harry and and it, Henry Armstrong ain't that him? That look like one. He looks no, like no, no, no. This is from the seventies. All these fighters are from the seventies, man. Oh, they were from the seventies. Yeah, these were uh, yeah, these were active fighters at the time, man. Yeah, these were active fighters at the time when the magazine came out. Man, I, I, all I know, I, I got Ruben Olivares right. from the nineteen sixties. As long as I get um, Ruben Olivares right, the middle, my grandpa the junior middleweight guy. <laughs> Go ahead. What was that, Blood? What? Uh, yeah, I think the guy with the crown. I think that 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 Asian fighter from the nineteen seventies. I'm gonna have to look him up. He's an Asian. Yeah. It was an Asian junior middleweight in the nineteen seventies, and they had that Asian. He had fought another Asian guy, and they was running um junior middleweight for a little while because I read right. up on him in the magazines. Um, but I can't. I, I don't can't think of his name, but I think that that's who that is. He's an Asian. I think he's a junior middleweight. Let's get to the ultimate, you know, this is a fight that people have been debating in bars and, you know, uh, family picnics, the whole nine. You know, I know I've talked about this to death, but it never gets old. So it came up randomly. So let's talk about it. A prime Mike Tyson. This is is at their best. Like Tyson at his best, Ali at his best. (laughs) Whatever you define that as. Hey, Blood, who wins that fight in your opinion, man? 
with Ali versus Tyson. Yep. Um, at, at their very best, I'll give it to Ali because he also had the mental edge too. And a prime Ali is the mid-60s version of Ali who fought Cleveland Williams, Foley and them guys, okay? So the, the Ali, right before he was um, on exile, that's the Ali right there th that's in his prime, okay? Now that guy right there versus Mike Tyson who's in his prime, I think Mike Tyson's prime peak is probably the Terrell Biggs fight, okay? Uh, because after that, you know, he stopped. I mean, he was still kind of peaking in 89 because other fighters were just scared shitless of him, like Carl Williams and um, Michael Spinks. They didn't really bring much to the table. But I think because Ali had the mental edge, he would have been fucking with um, Tyson at the presses and everything. I think he would have kept Tyson at the end of that jab. And you got to remember the Ali from the 1960s, then Ropadope. He would have been on his toes. He would have been able to deal with that. He would have had the footwork to deal with that peekaboo style. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Mike Tyson would have hurt him on a few occasions. But you got to remember, Ali had one of the best chins. He took punches from Ronnie Lyle and um, George Foreman. And, um, you know, a lot of big punches um, cross Ali's path. Ernest Shavers, big-time punches. you never seen Ali not cold. And I don't think it would have been any different for Mike Tyson. I would favor Ali to win that fight. I, I'm not sure if he would take out Mike Tyson, but I think he would definitely win that fight, though. But you have to have a yeah. 60s version of Ali. Okay. All right. And what, what, what do you think, um, EJ? Let's get a, a UK perspective here. Who, who wins this fight? Hell, Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. Evil, old, new, however you want it. So let's, let's do the Ali at his prime. When Ali was at his prime, the footwork, speed, mentality. That guy, that guy was, was too too fast for Mike Tyson. Even though Mike Tyson, he, you got a lot. Of, you all think about it, right? A lot of fighters, especially, they're very good on offense, yeah. But you, what you, how you credit a fighters on their on their defense? Now Tyson wasn't going to hit. He's going to get hit a lot with Ali. And as you see with most guys, when they get hit, they don't like it, tasting their own blood. Ali don't mind that, and he keep talking, putting that jab on him. Let's talk to the Mike Tyson who fought George Foreman, right? The rope dog. He still beats Mike Tyson because if you look at it, right, when Mike Tyson's throwing the punches, Ali's rolling some, catching some, rolling some. Ali, Mike Tyson would have punched himself out and Ali would have been uppercutting him every now and again, straight right, got off the ropes. He would have still beat him. However, because he's mentally tougher than uh, Mike, uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is a very good on-top fighter. But if you look at Mike Tyson and then you can look in his history, how many times did he win when he was coming from behind? When he was cut up and blooded up? You know what I mean? Ali Ali can come back from, from any position you want. Off the floor, if you cut him, if you break his jaw. Remember the 15 rounds he's going, yeah? He's too mentally strong for Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is a very good on-top come forward. He looks great when he's putting the ass whipping to you. But when he's taking the ass whipping, bro, he ain't the best, bro. And usually he kind of, it kind of looks, looks his way out. So I got Ali however you want it. I'll go Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. Damn, Dan the man. You, you want to be the uh, devil's advocate or you, you, you're kind of feeling the same? <laughs> you know what? I have to admit, I, I have to feel the same because let me just say this. I agree with Chief Funky in the chat. Um, Mike Tyson, most of his prime wins came from intimidation and psychology because all the opponents that before the first bell rang, 
Mike Tyson already beaten them because they were already afraid. They just wanted to get out of there and get out of there alive and collect their paycheck and go home. That's what most of those fighters do. But the moment that you had somebody out there that wasn't afraid of you, that was coming here to win, and they were going to come in to hurt you, that's when Mike Tyson folded, and that's when he kind of um, lost his uh, his intimidation factor, his aura, as you want to call it, his mental edge over his opponents. Um, it can, you know, you can cite Buster Douglas. That's one thing I get it because you can also include the fact that Tyson didn't properly train for that fight. He didn't take his opponent seriously. I get all that. But I think the real reason, I think the true situation where Tyson kind of crumbled and he wasn't quite the same fighter physically in a way or even mentally was the Razor Ruddick fights. So those were the two fights I think that took a lot of my, a lot out of Mike Tyson. Uh, because yes, he knocked down Ruddick. He stopped in the first fight. It was controversial. I get it. But I think when Mike Tyson finally fought someone who wasn't afraid with him, who wasn't afraid to punch him back and was afraid to try to knock him out, that's when he wasn't the same fighter mentally. And so with that said, Muhammad Ali, a prime Ali, especially a guy who was beating, um, the, uh, you know, beating the Sonny Listons and the Archie Moores and the Jug Dones, that version of Ali, or Cassius Clay, as you want to call it, that version of Ali would have smoked Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, would, I think, in my view, would have had no chance in that fight. I'm just being honest. I don't think his handlers would even put him near Ali and that version of Ali, to be honest with you. Now, the one who spent four years of his um, in jail and lost four years of his prime, that other, that version of Ali would have beaten him, too. Now, would Mike Tyson wouldn't have had no success to get him against him? Of course not. I mean, and of course he would have. He would have had success against that version of Ali, but he still would have lost. Because, again, it goes back to my point. My point is that if you have, if you put somebody in there against Tyson who's not afraid to punch with him, who's not intimidated by him, who's coming there to win against him, that's when Tyson folds. That's when he's not at his best, and that's when he struggles, and that's when he collapsed. And that, we saw that against uh, Vander Holyfield because that was that was it for him when he couldn't get his way with Holyfield. So, uh, yeah, my go my 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 uh, my uh, prediction goes to Ali. That's all I got to hey, say. Hey Dan, do you remember? Or, or any of y'all? Do you, any of y'all remember the fourth round? Of that Mike Tyson Larry Holmes fight right at the beginning when Larry Holmes was on mm -hmm. his toes and shit. Uh, yeah. like, imagine if, Larry, if the 78 wow. version of um, Larry Holmes would have been able to do that the whole fight and he kept timing Mike Tyson with the uppercut. Y'all remember? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Well, I remember well, that. Let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. And man. he gave him trouble as an old ass man. You know? He did. Go well, ahead. Well, let, Go let ahead. Me... Sorry, G Style. That's all good. Shout out to the liquor spot, uh, Miss Boxing on here. How's it? How's it going? Check it out. All right. Hey, the eyes are the windows to the soul. Okay, Mike Tyson. All right, has admitted. Teddy Atlas has confirmed this. Or I believe Teddy Atlas said this, but this dude was so insecure he'd be crying before a fight. Teddy had to like console him. And give him a confidence boost, like a little pep talk to believe in himself. You know, <laughs> like when this dude was fighting, bro. Let me just tell you guys some. Ali was going to look in this dude's eyes and he was going to see that. He was going to sense that. I don't care what anybody says. And I get the arguments. No, no, but these style. Customado developed a style with Tyson made to beat the style of Ali. I don't give a shit. Because when it comes down to it, he might have beaten so-called prototypes, you know, dudes that, you know, kind of mimicked Ali, but they weren't Ali. Just like a lot of dudes mimicking Mayweather and his defense aren't Mayweather, all right? You know, like, it's just the way it is. Just well, just because, fail because he had Floyd Patterson, okay? And not only that, when Ali yeah. was on exile, he went over to um 
Customato's house, and Customato said that he was the greatest thing you have. I think he tried to tell him that Rocky Marciano would give you some problems. You guys remember that? I know Dan and um, um, EJ both saw the documentary where Customato was spending time with Mike Tyson, and they were sparring and all kind of stuff like yeah. that. He was trying to break down the style and all that kind yeah, of yeah. shit. But he had Floyd Patterson, and Floyd Patterson failed. He had the people style. Appletype wants on, you know, he qualifies to come on, you know what I mean? So he could come on. Uh, the link's right there. That's only for Appletype. I ain't letting any weirdos come on anymore. You know what I mean? Those days are over. This is for Appletype, right? But, but check it out, man. Um, and then after Appletype makes this, I don't know what Appletype's going to, I mean, I get the technical points he's going to make, but that the, there is a mental side to it. I think he would. Fuck up Mike Tyson mentally before the fight even starts. But let's let Haplotype in. Haplotype, what's going on, man? Okay. Um, first of all, awesome stream, awesome chat, <clears throat> awesome panel. Respect to everybody in here. You guys are all OGs. I, uh, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. But I have to take on this one. I'm going to take it on the chin. Uh, I, I have the opposite opinion of you guys. Um, everybody in here seems to agree that a prime Ali, and first of all, I want you guys to decide as a collective, like, who is the prime Ali? Is it the Cleveland Williams Ali? Is it the Sonny Liston? Which one? Well, that's the same Ali. That that was the same prime Ali that fought both of them. Which one? Which is the best of the best of the best? Let's go. You know what? I think both of them beat Tyson. It's irrelevant to me, but sure. Okay, let's so take the one. Just pick one, though. The one who beat the one who beat What's that? It's now? a two-year difference. It's a two-year difference. But which which one do you think was the absolute best? The one who beat Sonny Williams. What would be Sonny Liston, bro? Sonny Liston, 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 Cleveland Williams, he was 24 years old. Who what's most people are better at 24 than when they're at 22. He weighed a little bit more for the um, I think he weighed um 212. He might have weighed 212 for both of those fights. Um all right, let's so do Sunny was, Let's do Sunny Liston. Uh, Cleveland Williams. Let's do Cleveland Williams. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Cleveland Williams. The uh, Cleveland Williams, the dancing Ali, the guy who couldn't be touched. He, he moved so fast, no one could touch him. But you gotta remember how fast Mike Tyson was. Now, which Mike Tyson are we talking about? Spinks, Holmes, Burbick, which one? You tell us. You tell us, bro. You All right, let, let's take, let's take, let's take the Spinks. Okay. That guy who came in. Now, you think that guy who came in with the sounds of chains and lightning and that scared the crap out of Michael Spinks, who was a great champion. You think that guy's going to be intimidated by a skinny-ass freaking Ali yeah. who's talking? How long was Spinks out of the ring when he was coming into that fight? He was out of the ring for a while, though, wasn't well, he? Well, the answer is yes, but yeah. 
You think he would be intimidated, but that guy who walked dude, in that Ali was that an night. insecure guy, bro. He would cry before fights, dude. Ali before was insecure fight. too. He almost no. had a heart attack in the in the weigh-in for this. No, for that's the what the people fight. reported. No, that's what people reported. He was. Yeah, no, that's he was a fact. Fact. They took his blood pressure. Blood pressure Hang on, he was I'm not excited. trying to disrespect anybody. But the facts are the facts. He was excited the at the pressure, so his blood pressure The facts are the facts. They had a weigh-in. They took Don't his worry blood about it, bro. pressure. No one's getting offended, bro. It's okay to make the, your okay, point. I'm not trying. I'm just trying to look. Everybody agrees except for me. So I'm just trying to make my That's point. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well, so, I can answer your question about the Cleveland Williams thing. Okay. Look. Okay. When he fought, because I just looked at it, okay? Because I have to make sure. When he fought Sonny Liston, he was 206, okay? He wasn't as developed as he was when he fought Cleveland Williams, okay? When Cleveland right. Williams, now his performance against Sonny Liston, maybe you could say that was better. Some people think Cleveland Williams was his best performance. But the, the Ali that beat Cleveland Williams would have beat the shit out of Sonny Liston worse, in my opinion. Because he was a little bit bigger, he had developed around seven pounds more of natural growth. He was not—he was more grown man when he fought um, Cleveland Williams. Okay, he still had all his speed. He still had all his. But reflexes. you got to remember, blood, that Tyson was younger. The, um, Tyson was younger when he beat Spinks. When when Tyson beat Spinks, Tyson was twenty when he beat Burbick. Okay. When he beat yeah. Burbick, he was 20, and that was 1986. <laughs> so when he fought Spinks, he, he probably was about 23 when he fought Spinks. Ali oh, was so 22 when he fought Liston. He was about 24 when he fought um, um so, so, so Tyson so was younger. What's that? Tyson was younger. May, well, hey, let me, uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me ask, let me ask that for a type of question. Yeah, but he wasn't younger than the Ali – that fought not when he fought Spinks, he wasn't younger than the Ali that fought Liston because he was 23. No, we, we said Williams, though, didn't oh, we? But let me, oh, let yeah, me get another year. Hey, hey, guys, hold on, hold on. hey, guys, hold on, hold on. Let me get uh 97 rough on here, right? What's going on, Dave? What's your opinion on this, man? Tyson versus uh Ali. <laughs> What's going First off, this is this is a great conversation. First off, this is a great conversation. You know, I miss things like this because um, it makes you go back and refresh your memory about things. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. This is this is the thing that that a lot of people are missing. If you go back to the fifties. Even further back, okay, all the way down to the seventies, going into the eighties, Mike Tyson started coming into the 90s and then in the 90s what Kusumata understood was that you can't rush a fighter so when he like so the whole the whole the, like when i see fantasy fights the reason why i don't get involved in it because you got to remember the error of things that were being done at that time fighters in the 70s before that going ba going back uh were being tested they wanted to see if they can make money off of these guys. They wanted to see if they can actually rise to occasions, you know? So to say Mike Tyson would have stepped in with Ali with his management and what they were thinking, it would have absolutely have never happened. 
because they were testing the waters. They knew Michael Spinks couldn't face him. They knew Michael Spinks couldn't, uh, st- you know, hold up to his power. Mike Mike Tyson was phenomenal. What about Holmes who beat Ali? Again, I mean, I mean, we're going back again, you know, about about certain opponents that were made for the uh, made for certain guys to go forward with. You know what I mean? You know, I, I just don't think. I mean, if we go back and we look at Mike Tyson's uh, beginning of his career, I mean, there's no comparisons to what they were doing with 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 Ali. I mean, it, it's a different era. That's why. That's why I don't get into it, but but because of the fact that this, that different era, different times, different management, and how we're doing things right now, it's like saying like Crawford right now can beat a lot of the guys in the seventies, eighties, and nineties no, in the welterweight no, division. I didn't say that. No, no, no but I'm saying respect, I'm, I'm not saying respect. that. I'm not saying that. But yeah. I'm saying though, that's why that's why the whole fantasy thing is not very okay, good. But with respect, we are talking about it, so. Let's talk about it. We can't just say we can't talk about fantasy fights. We're talking about it right now. So, okay. And so I'm going back again and I'm saying that, that it wouldn't happen. They would not put Mike Tyson with Ali. I think they would wait like the way they well, did well, with, with, with Mike. If, when if Mike, when did, Mike fought, when Mike fought Larry Holmes, we're, we're I think that's what that they would have put Mike did, in. What would happen? That's what we're saying. I don't think Mike at, at that time would have been ready. Because Ali, I mean, I mean, look, Ali was fighting guys already that had power at 5'10", 5'11", and Ali was having success against these guys. Now, was he having, uh, uh, you know, with, with Frazier and all that? Yeah, it was tough and all that, but the, the layoff and everything. I, I just, I don't know, man. He got I think beat that by Mike, Frazier, but that was later on. That was later on. I just think, though, Mike, Mike had a lot of issues before – he started really stepping up. And before we started seeing whether or not he could handle the pressure if you bullied him back, I think Ali would have bullied I mean, him back. Look, bro, that, that English dude knocked knocked Ali down and almost had him out, and they had to cheat to win. <laughs> it's all about Henry Cooper. Cooper. Henry Cooper, man. Henry Cooper got a lucky punch at the end of the round. Hey, hey but if Henry he Cooper could get that Henry Cooper, Cooper got that Yo, but hold on, hold on. He, yo, hold on. Slow-ass Henry question. Cooper got yo, that yo, in. Yo, Hapatite, did he get up, though? Yo, Hapatite, did he get up, though? Yo, did he get up, though? Did he lay on the ground? Or did he get? Did he beat the count? He got up, but they had to cut oh, the oh, so if he beat the count, if he beat the count, if he beat the count and they go to the corner and they they yeah, rip the gloves and that to he, make him recover. He, that, yeah, but he, yeah. he beat the count though. He that's, didn't lay on the ground cheating, though. That's cheating, bro. That's admitted. No, cheating. no, yeah, bro, bro. Hey, listen, Ali. Uh, Let me my, get uh, help, bro. Let me ask you something. Tyson's the elbow people, bro. Tyson's the elbow people and hip hop people. So ain't that cheating? There's Come no on, proof of that. What? What are you talking about? Tyson used to. Tyson, yo, hey, what's that thing? What's the referee against Larry did he Holmes? Did ever get deducted he goes, a point? Did he bro, ever get like, Cappuccino, Cappuccino yeah. warned him. Did he ever get up, a point? Hold on, hold on. Cappuccino warned him against Larry Holmes. Come on, man. You guys are talking about Yo, yo, hold up. Frank Cappuccino against Larry Holmes. He said, knock it off, Mike. Knock it off, because Mike used to throw through the hooks. He used to follow through the elbow. You know, Mike knows the use in his head, bro. Like, everyone knows that. So, bro, if he you was the pro game. And the elbow happens to go through. Oh, like, on, that's man. not cheating. And, and, anyway, let's go so back. Apple, let's go back let to the... Let me ask you something, Apple Go ahead, go ahead. Let me ask you something. Apple 
Who I'm is here. the what is the prime version of Mike Tyson then? Who do you think is the best I'm, version I'm saying, of Mike Tyson saying, and Ollie? I don't know. The, the one, one that bit uh, Holyfield I'm, there. I'm going with the Sphinx one because I think he was the mentally strongest in that fight. <laughs> can I can I ask Haplo Haplo? I know you you're alone on this one, man, pretty much. But let me ask you this question. Look, I'm out here yeah, in Mike the Tyson. Wind, bros. Like I'm, 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 you know, I'm you're telling me like you're telling me James Smith. Hey, let me ask Aplo a question. So Aplo, so if you're you're right, you're in sure you're right to believe that Mike Tyson would have beaten him Ali. But honestly, do you actually believe that, given the fact that Tyson couldn't beat a man who was out, who had heart condition problems, who had to retire and come back, and he was an underdog in a fifteen or twenty-five to one situation and knock him out? destroy him pretty much in that first fight, aiming to Bender Holyfield. If he couldn't handle him, who's was way past his best, way past his prime, what makes you think he can handle a prime Muhammad Ali? Tyson, that's not the Tyson I'm talking about, bro. Well, that Tyson was still. Okay, I understand so that, but that Tyson... Tyson from, I'm talking about this. You're, you're talking about the Tyson from late 89, though. You're talking Tyson. about the Mike Tyson Stinks who fought Carl Williams, who was afraid of him. Okay, and then a few months later, he got in the ring against Buster Douglas and got knocked the fuck out. So you're you're saying that he when was he in the prime for the seven that's months like after saying, before he got knocked out by Buster Douglas. But that's like me saying the Ali that lost to Leon Spears. But Mike wasn't proven there. Like, yeah, what? Mike, what, Mike, what Mike, Mike was going on to scare everybody. Let Haplotype finish his point. So that way we're we're talking yeah, over each other. What because I mean, you guys are going off topic. We're talking about prime versus prime. We said the Williams, right? Uh, the Williams, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, the Williams Ali versus the Spinks Tyson. To me, that Spinks Tyson was mentally strong. That guy could not have been shaken by Ali's little, you know, rhymes and his little games and everything. He would have. So then, what happened in seven Ali. months with Buster Douglas? If he was what happened to Ali versus Burbick or or Leon Spinks? Wait, that's a fast prime Ali. Wait, hold up, Haplo. We're talking about prime for prime here. That's what we're talking about. But let me ask you this. I understand that. We went a year. You went 10 years, bro. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me ask this. Can I say something really can I say something really quick before everybody uh, go ahead, bro. jumps in? Go ahead, Ruff. Hey, hey, I just want to say, hey man, it's great to be uh to be on here with uh, D Style Blood, uh EJ and, and Happo and, and everybody else, man. This is phenomenal and stuff like that. You know, um congratulations. I mean, dude, this is great. This is what this is what boxing really needs. You know what I'm saying? The Ring magazine has dropped the ball, and I'm glad that you two continues to keep picking it up where they left off. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, Although it's not never a fun position, as EJ knows. Because yeah, no, appetite. Before Dan asks his question, appetite, appetite. You see, you see. So you're talking about Mike Tyson. The reason why Mike Tyson, that Mike Tyson, is because he knew he was fighting a lame duck in Spinks. Spinks weren't the same guy. So Mike no, Tyson, people we were fight saying up. Oh, Spinks no. was the real champ. 
No, 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 no. I can't. Hey, listen, listen, listen. You know that was that Spinks wasn't the same guy he was facing, bro. Spinks yeah. had knee injuries. He was coming to fight. They, look, they knew that he was going to knock. They knew that Mike Tyson was going to beat him. What we're talking about is when you see Mike Tyson a fight, then when he had to fight a guy that was tough, you saw what Mike Tyson he used to break down. If he's going to fight Ali, he didn't right? break Ali, down Ali, 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 Ali would have found a way. Ali, Ali would have found a way to win. Uh, listen, Ali. Ali would listen. would have found a way to win. How many times he Mike Tyson get up and win, win from, win by being knocked down? Answer that question. Hmm? Win by being what about, what about, knocked out. Yeah, yeah. Win, knock, down, How can anybody be possibly oh, win? Knock down. Yeah, no, I said knock down. I said knock down. I said knock down, bro. No, I didn't. I said knock down. But right, but after we need, we need an instant replay. Answer the question, Answer the question, Answer the question. How many fights he might Tyson win when, he, when he's coming off the canvas? Let me add a caveat to that, Haplo, before you answer the question. Okay? He ain't going to answer the question. He's okay. getting away with it, you know, okay. these stars. He's getting away with it. So, let, let me add a caveat to, to your point, EJ. Okay. How many times did no, Ali on, win when after on, he got knocked out? Chill, chill. Hold on. None, because once you get knocked out, you're knocked out. Yo, yo listen to me. I, I'm going to say something, and you're going to answer. Hold on. All right. Okay. When asked, not just EJ's question, but when, when have you ever in Tyson's entire career seen him like down on the cards, knocked down, being a in a place where he has to come back from behind? And win the fight. When did you ever see Tyson do that? What what relevance does that have to the discussion? So that so the answer by default is you never seen that, right? Uh, I'd have to think about it, but I, I, I don't think that's relevant to this discussion. I Wait, Hapla, you cited the reason. The, what, the you Tyson, cited. Hang on, can I finish? The Tyson go ahead, go ahead. that I'm talking about never got in trouble. What we're trying to say is that if Mike Tyson for Ali, there's going to be a point maybe Ali, Ali gets doesn't down. have the power to get him in trouble like that. Go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. No, what I'm trying to say, to you, if you're talking about a proper fight with two greats in their prime, someone's going to hit the deck, yeah? But I know we know our guy has been through all kinds of things. He'll come up to beat But he uh, never Mike won Tyson. after Mike, hitting the deck? Mike, you, 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 you see, the thing is, you're watching Mike Tyson when he, he's the going against guys. The only time he won after hitting Yo, Abitai, the deck let me get out. Let me get out. Let me get out. Abitai, let me get out what I'm saying. let me Abitai, let me get out what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is the guy you're... And I, I'm, I like Mike Tyson. I like Ali. But you're looking at a guy... Who knew he was going to win? And you, but Mike Tyson, you've never put him put him in a situation against that guy. He know this is an all time great. And you put Mike Tyson against all time great. He, how many success? Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield. It doesn't look that good, bro. About you talking about Mike, you talking about Muhammad about, Ali. Okay, now you're going. You talking about Muhammad Ali? I know, I know you talking about Prime. About oh, I'm, prime. I'm, I understand. I understand about prime, yeah, but what I'm saying to say to you is that you're talking about Muhammad. You're talking about Muhammad Ali versus Ali. Bring up in, in a dream, you're going to be finished, right? You're talking about a dream I'll match, yeah. You're going to get to respond, Haplo, but you got to let it You're talking about a dream match. You're talking about a dream match, so you're talking about circum circumstances in the fight, which may or may happen. We know that our guy, even at that point, yeah, has been through stuff that he can he can endure. Sonny Liston, even even that, that the, the the Cleveland Williams, he fought Sonny Liston. Now who's more fit at that time, Sonny Liston or Mike Tyson? If he's beat, if he beat 
Sonny Liston when he was in his 20s, and he's older now when he fought Cleaver Williams. Mike Tyson ain't not got nothing on Sonny Liston at that time. He hasn't. Sonny Liston, Sonny Liston is the most feared puncher in boxing history. And he and my Ali and he dealt with him. So there's no way he's worried about bloody Mike Tyson. He's got short arms. He ain't worried about that, bro. He's seen someone. Sonny Liston is fit. That's what I'm saying. That's well, what I'm saying. As you know, as a boxing trainer, EJ, long arms and short arms can both be used as an advantage. And the way that Tyson fought was designed to negate people with long arms. So all that jabbing and moving would have been negated by the foot speed and getting inside and shifting your yourself from side to side and you're, you're hitting here and then you bounce over here and then you hit there. Boom, boom, boom. Combos inside, uppercuts. Ali could right. handle it from Frazier. So why could he handle it from Mike Tyson who was way faster and arguably had more power. But this was the Ali after the long layoff due to the suspension. Okay, but you, but you guys are making comparisons of, of, of uh, Tyson fighting, you know, uh, guys like, uh, uh, what's his name, Lennox Lewis and shit. That, that was way later. So, okay. I mean, I, I just don't see the comparison. Here's if we're talking about Tyson for Friday. The Tyson that came in against Spins was mentally strong. Let me just finish. He was mentally strong. He was prepared. He was perfectly prepared. He was in shape. He was vicious. Nothing was getting inside his head. His get, eyes, get, you looked in his eyes back I'm going to go next. Uh, you saw okay. death. That Tyson would beat Ali. All right, bro. bro. Okay. I hear you. Now, you're looking at it, right? Let me put it this way. Like, there was never any weaknesses or any fear in, in Foreman before he went in the ring with Ali. But Ali got in his, his hit. So no, there was months right. and months of them sitting in Africa with a bunch of people yelling at Foreman, got his head. Him, blowing weird shit in his face. There was all Apple. kinds of stuff. He got in his, his head. Dogs were getting fucked with. Like no, that was that wouldn't happen. But That's like, true. I mean, you just want to say no for the sake of saying no. But he got in, he got in his head. Like you know, you could say all the reasons you want, but like they you know, postponed that fight have for every months. reason. No, hold on, Apple. Hold on. You were saying, "Oh, let me finish. Let, let me finish." Okay? okay, you were saying, okay, that when it comes to Tyson and his failures, there's all these reasons. Right? Oh, he didn't train. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Like at the end of the day, I just believe that two things. One, that we already know the way Tyson was. The way he had to be consoled before fights. We, we when like, he was a kid. Hold on, hold up. We already know this about Tyson. Okay. But I'll add a caveat to it. Even if he doesn't get in his head, I still think it'll be too much for Tyson because all that talking about, uh, you know, he used his short arms as an advantage. Where was that against, you know, Buster Douglas? Where was all that? Why didn't he just use that as an advantage? I thought we were talking prime for prime. That wasn't that far. I'm not that far off from the prime Tyson you're giving me. Yeah, I you mean, you gotta go to Ali. We like, know they fired his trainer for that fight. He had no corner. 
He didn't train. He was well, in well, Japan. Oh, boo-hoo. Screwing boo-hoo. all kinds of women. Okay, Sonny Listen was okay, cheating. Well, boo-hoo okay, and boo-hoo and Boo-hoo and Ali lost to Fraser. Boo-hoo and Ali lost to fucking Henry Cooper. Do, do we want to talk about You want to talk losses? Because it's a no contest right now. It's a no contest. Not only that, can I, uh, can I chime in on one more thing too? Half of time. You said that he was mentally strong in 1989, yet that was the year he was having all those personal problems outside the ring. He was having... He couldn't even hold it together. Not on then that he night. admitted years Not later that he was scared going into all these fights. He admitted it years Not later. He was coked up. Well, Ali also admitted on Arsenio that all kind of turmoil outside the ring. He couldn't hold it together. <laughs> Can I get a question here, uh, real quickly? Ali admitted, Ali admitted that Tyson would beat him on our Yeah, let me just say this. Half old type. Just one question. Prime for prime. Ali versus Tyson. I'm talking about the prime Tyson. I'm talking about the prime Ali, a.k.a. Clash Cassius Clay. Who did, did Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, did he lose to anyone on level of Buster Douglas in his prime? Yes or no? To, to me, the prime was definitely Ali and not Cassius Clay. Um, well, no, no, okay, I'm asking though, did he lose to a fighter on the level of Buster Douglas in his prime? Yes, yes or no? Henry Cooper. He didn't lose that fight. He beat him. He knocked him out. What are you talking he about? He cheated. He cheated. He admitted <laughs> he cheated. <laughs> I mean, wait, wait. I mean, they all admitted it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. So basically, we're going to discuss. Habitat, Habitat, Habitat. What happened in the fight? No, 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 no. Let's go back to the fights. Let's prove where the cheating is. So you told me what happened in the fight. Okay, Ali gets knocked down. Mm-hmm. He's hurt. He can't come yeah. out of the corner. Angelo no, no, stop, 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 stop. You got, you gone too far. You gone too far. And how did he get? Wait, how did he get to the I corner? Finish? Yeah, I know, but how did he get to the corner? He got up. Understand? Went to the corner. Oh, thank you. Thank he you. He was yeah, in on. another world. Angelo Dundee recognized this. He slit the glove open and said they need to change the gloves. They took okay. an extra minute or two to do yeah. that and gave him time to recover. Okay, okay, let's go. So, so what that's you missed out cheating. on is that. What, that's you, yeah, what you missed out on. What you missed out on. Habitat, I heard you, but what, what you missed out on is that the glove was already ripped already. So, he just ripped it a bit more. Furthermore, he got up. So, he didn't lay down on the thing. You the know, right, he got knocked down on the belt. He got Yeah, Habitat, one minute, one minute, one minute, one minute, right? This is what happened, right? Right? Because I heard what you said. Don't make shit up, though. Don't make sure. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, but you, you, I'm in the UK, so I kind of, I kind of know what happened, and I've heard all the stuff, right? You, were, what you weren't even born yet. So don't make no, no, was you? Yeah, but no, was you though? So, let me, so why are you still talking? You're all arguing me about something. Yeah, you're trying. You see, you don't want me. You don't want me to talk. You don't want me to talk. You don't want me to talk. So you're just you're filibuster. You don't want me to talk. You're filibusting. You said you don't want to offend no one. You said you don't want to offend no one, but why am I making Yes, why are you talking about I'm going to make stuff up? Are you going to let me finish my point? I've never heard Are you going to let me finish my point? You talk, and now I'm talking. I'm not going to tell you're making stuff up. We're not making up stuff here. So let me finish my point. So what I heard by the accounts of Angela Dundee, yeah, Angel and D, what happened is that the global was already ripped already. Ali got knocked down, yeah, right? And now in, in his favor, it's his fighter. He wanted to make sure his fighter had fully recovered, yeah? So he told the commission that the glove was ripped. Now, at that point, now, the commission said, well, boy, 
Well, we, we we can't continue because we need another glove. So they had to go back to the stage and get a new glove. And that's the that's the rules of the commission. So yeah, use what the rules. I heard. The glove. Y'all, are you gonna be finished? Are you gonna let me finish? Sure, sure. Yeah, bro, come on, ahead, let him finish, ahead, bro. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Right, the rule, the rule states, yeah, in any boxing commission, if there's a rip in the thing, even tape, the glove has to be replaced. So that's why they will have replaced. Now he got up, right, in the corner. So let's say the glove wasn't ripped. In your in your estimation, right? Do you think he wouldn't have come out the corner and beat Henry Cooper? Is that what you're trying to say? Because he got up. I'm saying he got up he at the had belt. to come out. If he had to come out after yeah, go a on. minute's rest. Like yes, the rules. He would have yes. been probably knocked out. Yeah, but by, by Henry Cooper. How the frig would he got knocked by Henry? Henry Cooper was bleeding in that point. His face was full of blood. When he, he came, his care. face was blood. No, no, listen, yeah, Henry Cooper, Henry Cooper would have never beat Ali in his dreams. He was flat footed. He only hit he Ali, Ali, Ali made the mistake and overestimated. And he never after that he wouldn't get a shot. And there's no way if you're saying that Henry Cooper would have beat Muhammad Ali, bro. I don't know what to say to you, bro. There's I'm no way. That when you <laughs> see, no way, I'm bro. Saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, it's funny, but what, what I'm saying, no, he would never be. He would never beat him. He admittedly cut the. He glove. would never beat Henry. Henry Ali. Uh, Henry Cooper would never beat Muhammad he Ali. You okay. are absolutely crazy. Right. That is a crazy <laughs> statement you're making. That is a crazy statement is you're it making. A crazy statement. It, it is How absolutely crazy. Uh, he, uh, hey, listen, listen. He, 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 if he, if he was so out, how did he get out? How, how did Randy Turpin beat Sugar Ray Robinson? No, no, no. Stick to stuff. Well, no, 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 no. Now we're gonna stick to stuff. Now, now, now. Hey, are we gonna stick to what we say? He's not gonna squeeze out of this. If you're trying to say and you you know boxing that Henry Cooper would have beat Muhammad Ali, I don't know what to say to you, bro. I'm Muhammad saying, Ali got up. I'm Muhammad Ali saying, got. Listen. Muhammad Ali got up and he okay, went to the corner. He got. Andrew never helped him. He got up. He he got up of his own demise and let went to the corner. Ali talk. sat him down. Ali, you, you, you obviously he sat him down in the corner and he said to the commission, "The gloves ripped." Why that was going on? Uh, he got up. Listen, in the same next round. He got up say, and stopped the fight. He stopped I the fight talk. immediately. He, the fight, the man, fight got stopped immediately talk. after that. The fight got I'm, stopped immediately. That was it. Let, let, me, on, say really, let me say this really quick. Haplo, you're stuck on that one moment out of like all these fights Ali had. Is that all you have? I'm just using that Hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. Okay? That was that was in 63, bro. They fought again like three, four years later. What happened yeah. in that rematch? Shit. What happened in the rematch, Aplo? <laughs> yeah, he dipped, man. <laughs> he did. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Good, man. That's all good. That was a good talk, though. Yo, bro, like that's crazy, bro. Like he got he because listen, bro, he hating on Ali bad, bro. Ali, Ali would never beat Henry Cooper could never beat Muhammad Ali. Mike Tyson, that might, never, never. Uh, I think it's never. Went off, but I want to let him respond to that, and then I we do got to move on to the to the quiz, though. You know what I mean? But uh, Haplo, you there? Yeah, sorry, someone called me and I got kicked. Oh, that's out. all good, um, man. <laughs> um. All I'm saying is I, I don't need to stick with Henry Cooper. I could go with Fraser. I could go with Spinks. I could go with anyone who beat Ali, Norton, uh, any of those. I mean, you guys are keep, keep going back to these fights where Tyson lost to people when he wasn't in his prime. But we're talking about – You're going to go to Spinks, not go to McGuire. Not only that, but 
Ollie didn't lose as, as a young man like Tyson in his early 20s, yeah. too. That's another thing, too. <laughs> well, he like, also he got, got his career cut short. He was still a kid when he started getting beat. He also got his career cut man. short, though. And no, of no, no fault of his up, own. You bring up Spinks, I'll bring up McBride, bro. Like That's how you sound. Like, come on. Well, I mean, what I sound like is someone who, what I sound like is someone who believes very strongly that the Tyson who beats Spinks would beat the Ali. Who why though? Why, why? Why? Why would you? Why would you? Why would you pick Spinks? Because if he's his style. Really opponent? Okay, listen. This okay, is go, the ahead, one go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say. Let me make style going. He's style. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The the style of Ali was designed to fight against a different style than Mike Tyson. You can see that when he fights Frazier later. Tyson's style was specifically designed to negate the style of Ali. The, the Tyson who beat Spinks was supremely confident. He was punching holes in the wall. He but you can't use confident. an example of Frazier. But, because you, you, you said that it was the version of... Um, I'm, just, Woman, I'm talking man. about styles. I'm just talking about styles. Well, he had... He, he, he used a lot more footwork back in the 60s. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He used footwork and I think, in a, a I think jab the where he is, fought off the ropes in the, the 70s. The problem for Ali is that Tyson's feet were just as fast as he, his were in a different way. He wasn't dancing, but he was coming in like a shark to eat your ass. So, but yet old-ass Larry Holmes was able to make him look bad for a half a round, and then he struggled against guys like a round. With Mitch Blood Green and Tillis, he could have taken those Thomas. guys out, man. Yeah, you bro. Know, he, he beat all those he had guys. Problems. He, had, he, pro he had problems. He, didn't, he didn't lose to any of those guys. He didn't lose to those guys. Oh, they said he, he struggled, bro. They said he struggled. I'm hearing he like a lot. Like, you're you're saying he struggled. I, I thought he beat them easily. He won't beat Larry Holmes easy. No, like I don't know. I saw him struggle against Douglas, but but not all that aside, though. Like I get it. Every time Tyson fails, I mean, you know, it's not a little bit like the Broner fans have low. Like you have a reason for everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, man, I came on here against some heavy hitters to argue my point, bro, and I think I did a decent job. You know, you guys all yeah, have you did. Opinion. Yeah, you did, man. Yeah, you, you did, man. You, you, you I, have, I'm not buying. I'm not buying that spinks one, man. I'm not buying that spinks one. No, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. If you was, like, let, 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 so, so what punch is gonna knock Ali out? What, which punch is gonna knock Ali yeah, out? That's Tell what me. I wanted to ask. Ness, can, can you keep saying he would win? But like, how would he win, Haplo? What do you? Yeah. Out is that why you're bringing? Yeah, he would what, use what his foot speed. He would use his foot speed and his aggressiveness. Yeah, and he would come in. He would slip yeah. the jab. Okay, left hook to the body. Yeah, right uppercut. Yeah, left hook to the head. Yeah, and right. Okay, so so who? Okay, he would have got that right. So who would have got hit by? Uh, and Ali would have covered up. Then then what? And then Ali would have got up and put my ass on his on his back. You gotta understand that Mike Tyson's stamina wasn't that good, and he's a very good on top fighter. So Mike Tyson always looked good well, when he's I getting mean, the beating. No, no, hold up, hold up. Mike, no, hold up. Mike Tyson. No, no, but Habitat. You guys just mentioned a bunch of fights where he went the distance. No, but not Habitat. He. What I'm trying to say is you. Actually, you broke down the fight, and I'm trying to tell you this is what happened, right? He's very good on top, like George Foreman and like Muhammad Ali, um, like George Foreman 
like Sonny Liston and all them big bad guys, George Foreman, Sonny Liston, oh, Mike Tyson, all bullies. No, no, let me finish what I'm saying. All bullies, all coming forward, and they all look great when they're coming. We're talking about when he starts getting an ass whooping from Ali, which is going to happen. When he starts getting hit by Ali, he ain't going to like it. Ali going to talk shit. He going to back him up. He going to circle Mike around Tyson him. Mike Tyson eat those little punches and Lip, keep coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Little punches? What Hold on, you Hold on. So, look, see Ali, yeah, right? You might look cool. So, so you, know, you know about the accumulation. Every time he hits, he's still a heavyweight, you know. Not one punch would do. Multiple punches, Ali starts cutting people's faces up. Every no. guy Ali ever fought, look at the size of their faces. Their faces. But that Mike Tyson shit. that we're talking about never got yeah. hit by jabs. No, no, they listen. Never you, got you, got Ali, you saw the Boston Douglas fight after Take this guy to a deep, dark place, Hapital Type, whether you like it or not. And, and he was in the Mike Tyson who fought Sphinx wasn't getting cut. He wasn't getting hit. Mike Tyson who fought Sphinx got beat up by Buster Douglas. That's the same Mike Tyson, bro. It's just Spinks was scared. Spinks came but in here. He had a knee brace on, all kind of stuff. Okay? That's so, the so same. Then the it's only a six-month difference the between their fight. six-month difference. I mean, you know, are we talking about the best guys or are we talking about other fights? Which is it? Wait, wait. Are you seriously comparing Buster Douglas to um, Joe hey, Frazier? Let me say this. There's a spectrum there, uh, Haplo. It's like... Like you can't say it has to be specifically that it's the same guy, bro. We're it's only a fantasy about- fight. It's only six months apart, bro. Well, but it's and he weighs the different. same amount too. He weighs two twenty for both fights. In a good frame of mind, and another guy. Wait, what happened? Little time. When you say he wasn't training, you say he wasn't training. He didn't train for the Frank Bruno fight, and he still got through it. So, what are you talking about? Man, yeah, I just hear a bunch okay, of Okay, so now we're going to talk I about mean, Bruno. Yeah, I mean, but after the so let's talk about Spinks then. Did Ali have, when, when Sonny Liston's corner was allegedly trying to cheat and Ali's eyes were burning, did Ali come out and cry and come up with excuses or, or did he just get the job done? No, he got the job done on that All one. right, well, why did Tyson get the fucking job done? On which fight? When, when he self-fucking-exploded, apparently, According to a lot of people, uh, I just you know what I See, think the it, difference I, is the difference is what you're talking about, D style, is the difference between Ali fighting List Liston and having that stuff put in his eyes, right? And then going back to the corner and saying I can't see, right? And then Angelo Dundee was there and he knew how to handle that situation, whereas with Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson. They had a condom full of cold water instead of an end swell. Right, right. Well, Two well, different things. No, I, I get that, but I mean, at the end of the day, dude, look at the opponent, though. It's not that like he was facing Holyfield in there. You know what I mean? It was Buster Douglas. So you could still kind of see that. Like, that was, Buster Douglas was a hell of a fighter that but, night. What you saw was, yeah, but he ain't no <laughs> Ali. <laughs> the same Buster Douglas who quit against Tony Tucker. So that Buster Douglas was better than the Ali who beat Cleveland Williams. He certainly went better than Sonny Liston, so let's not go there. Let's not go there. No, no, I'm saying that Tyson was nowhere near the same Tyson that beat Burbick, Spinks, 
know, he was. He was only. He's the same person who fought Spinks, bro. Spinks was scared. Bro, Tyson you know the story. The he never Everybody trained came in for there Douglas. With the mentality to beat Douglas him. was a joke. He didn't. Yo, train he never trained for Frank Bruno either. So what are you talking about, bro? Uh, he trained a little bit for Bruno. This topic, we're kind of going in circles here, so. Haplo, uh, I want to thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Why need you to rematch, bro? Why need rematch, Douglas, Douglas, bro? Why need rematch? Why need give him a 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 rematch? That's what I'm saying. Why need give him a rematch? Who give who a rematch? Why didn't Tyson but rematch Buster Douglas? Why Ali rematched everyone he ever he ever who ever beat him? Rematch Henry Cooper. He did rematch. We're going to circles at this point. You know what I mean? Like, like we're kind of making the same points over and over. Like, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, everyone knows that Ali would win anyway. So, I don't even know why we're... Even Haplo knows it. He's just trying to... Haplo knows I'm not, it. Like, bro. I, mean, I, I really, truly Stop. believe, honestly, that the Tyson who beats Binks... Stop, bro. People are starting to leave. Burbick would be... <laughs> would beat the Ali who beat Williams. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yo, but but it is what it is, bro. Like you made your points. If we keep going, we're gonna be repeating the same points, you know. So okay. it, it All right. what it is. cool, 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 cool. Uh, Thanks but, for having uh, me on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh so that's that. That that's the Ali Tyson debate. You know, that's throwback Thursday. Things get heated, blood. Like what's like why do boxing fans get heated, blood? What's going on? Why do boxing fans get heated? Yeah, well, what is it about us that we get heated all the time? Man, I don't know because there's so many different reasons in the sport of boxing why fans get heated. It could be um, based on their attachment to a fighter. Maybe they identify to the fighter. Maybe they could relate to the fighter in some kind of way. Maybe they just want to be right. Maybe it's a bet. It could be all kind of reasons why a fight fan gets so heated. But I'll tell you what, we get very heated to the point to where we want to fight ourselves. That's why we see fights occur at the fight and that's why i always tell the fighters do not disrespect the fight fans all right we are the lifeline of boxing all right so don't come don't come disrespecting us we'll fight over your fight all right so that's all i'm saying we get really heated yeah that's right that's why um you know we could make some friends and also make some enemies and maybe even make a couple of um frenemies if that's the word (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I don't know, man. Like 20 people left. Uh, I was trying to get to the magazine thing. It is what it is, but. Um, hey, man, there's 14 people that want the magazine. That, well, that's, that's the way it's going to go. You know what I mean? Uh, but, hey, it's all good. That, that's some good shit for the archive, though. I'll say that. Um, but with that said, hey, Blood, you, you ready to start this uh, magazine giveaway? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Okay. So nobody in the panel can answer, especially EJ. Yeah. Because this guy is from England, one of them, okay? So nobody can answer this question except for the people in the in the chat, okay? The people in the chat. All right, so in 1982, okay, a legendary fighter lost the fight to a fighter that he was expected to defeat. All right, this happened over here in America. The young fighter was from England. He's Jamaican-born. He was from England. He came over here, and he defeated a legend in 1982. It was the ring upset of the year in 1982. 
There you go. That's the question. I need both fighters' names who participated. Super Sam Kennedy, you got to answer the question. If you want the mag, you can't just ask for the mag. No, no, no. Not Lennox Lewis. 1982. Upset of the I'm year. Not allowed, I'm, Vlad, I'm not, am I allowed to say anything? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not allowed, I'm not allowed. I know the answer to that question, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I know the answer, but I can't say it. You can give him a hint. Give him a hint. All righty. All right, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I already know the answer, too. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Somebody got to know it. It was an upset. Yo, someone got it. Someone got it. A British over here beat him and, um, you know, shocked everybody. He's a Jamaican. Uh, he's saying that, uh, looks like somebody put it there, blood. Yeah, someone got it. Bruce. Was it Bruce Goes? He got it. I think he got, got it first, right? Already? I don't see it. Let's see. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. That's not the right answer. That's not the right answer. Right answer. Ryan Sawyer. I see Ryan Sawyer got it. Ryan Sawyer got it. Okay. It's um Lang and Duran. No, I actually no, that's not the correct answer. No, that's not the correct answer. He said uh Lang versus Quavas. That's not it. Okay. Yes, Lang versus Quavas. Repeat repeat the question for those anyone that just came in, but well, somebody already answered the question. Okay. Hey, you know what? He got it right. Yeah, he got it right. You're, yeah, you're correct. Bro. He got, got it right. Yo, yeah, that, he got it right. Using me over here. What's going on? <laughs> My bad, man. Hey, yeah, shout out to uh, Ryan Sorry. He got the answer right. <laughs> got it. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Purple Lang, okay? Upset of the year, 1982. Ring Magazine, no title on the line. Um, Ryan, Ryan Sawyer, send me an email to bloodboxing at gmail.com. And I'll send you the 1976 Classic Magazine. And whenever I'm on live again, I'll remember to give you a wrench. Ryan Sawyer, man. Okay? So send me an email. And Incomplete Boxing is the only person who I haven't sent the magazine to. Because he never gave me an address, okay? Then the EJ, month yours is at the post office. I'm here to tell you now. It's at the post office. But doesn't, like, after a week, isn't it a wrap? Don't they, gotta, don't they have a week to claim it? It's not, I should be in this, this box. I mean, oh, okay. I oh, that's what you mean. That's what you mean. All right. Yeah, it should be I, in this box. Gotcha, gotcha. Then the man has to check his and all that good stuff. Um, well, man, hey, uh, I want to thank everybody that showed up. Uh, we kept people waiting a little bit for the magazine thing, but it's all right. You guys got to wait. You know what I mean? It's a free magazine, so. <laughs> but uh, liquor spot, shout out to you. It's gonna go around here, Dan. Man, give me some final thoughts, man. Uh, yeah, look, man, I gotta say thank you again for inviting me onto this uh, monster all star panel, man. It's a privilege, it's an honor, and you know, like the '97 Rough had said, man, this is actually something that the uh, YouTube box community definitely need. We need to have segments and uh, and sometimes spirited debates like this because this way, you know, we can. We keep it boxing. We keep it respectful, and um, you know this is a shot of the uh, the arm that it needs in this um, in this platform. So yeah, man, it's great to have to be on here to interact interact with the chat a little bit. And uh, shout out to you, Freestyle, obviously Blood, uh, Haplo, and uh, Ruck, who was on here for a minute, and uh, EJ as always. So yeah, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, uh, EJ Boxing Live. Give me some final thoughts, man. 
Yo, man, it was really good. I mean, I catched, I was listening in. You know, you guys are talking the historical, like, greatest fighters of all time. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to catch this back on on archive, but really, really, really enjoyed um, the debate. You know, even Hapatite came in, had a, a, a contrary opinion to us. And, you know, back like the Ali and the Mike Tyson debate will go on forever. Uh, enjoy Blood's content. Enjoy Dan the Man. Definitely UD Styles. Um, was it 97 Rough came on as well? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, really appreciate uh, you know the content and and obviously look forward to doing this again you know bring a subject matter and uh, hey shout out to the people who got the magazine blood keep doing them things there I love talking about them things there you know I always think about when Bert Sugar was alive yeah that I think he would have really enjoyed knowing that us look here on YouTube talk about that you know what I mean keeping boxing alive for the younger generation coming because you know it obviously them guys there we used to listen to them I guess we're keeping it live in our own way keeping it hip keeping history live and, and the sport live. So I really appreciate these kind of debates. And I, I look forward to the next one, man. Really appreciate everyone on the panel. By the way, Coach, I didn't catch your question, if you asked the question. But just ask it again. I don't know. I can't find it. I'm scrolling through here. I'm looking through StreamYard, so I don't know. Um, Hapital, are you still there? Yes, sir. Give us some final thoughts, man. Well, I appreciate you having me on as always. Uh, it's an honor to be on with uh, guys like Blood, Dan the Man, EJ, and um, 97 Rough, as well as yourself. Uh, I just have an opposite opinion I, based on styles. You know, like I know Tyson had a short prime, and Ali went on forever and beat a lot of guys. Uh, if you're talking about longevity, no question Ali but prime for prime I got Tyson I'm surprised actually that very few other people think that because uh, I just think his style if you look at it it's just perfectly designed to beat Ali but you know I'm uh, you know this is just conjecture they're never gonna fight we're never gonna see that fight so you know, anyone can think what they want. I respect your opinions. I didn't want to come on and, you know, antagonize anybody. I just, I really do believe Tyson would beat Ali, you know, in his prime. Anyway, um, aside from that, I agree, that stuff, bro. I agree, I agree with uh, everybody else who went before me and said, this has been awesome. Like, dude, the panel was like a who's who of like the best boxing people you had curtis anderson you had coach you had you know everybody on here g funky everybody um so awesome awesome stream thank you for having me on and i appreciate it awesome stuff and blood boxing give us a uh, hey man you know, it was another great show thing. man go ahead i'm sorry I was gonna say whatever you want to say. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, man. Um, once again, man, it was a very great show, and um, I look forward to more Throwback Thursdays. I will be bringing some more magazines. I got a whole bunch of them, man. Uh, maybe we'll get the magazines going a little earlier next time before we yeah. get into the heavy discussion and things yeah. like that. But I enjoyed it, man. I'm telling you what, I enjoyed having. I needed a good boxing discussion. Um, here lately, man, I've been going a little crazy. On boxing, I'm just so mad right now at the fucking um way the game is right now. But it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, we get some good fights coming out in these next few years. And um, hey, 
boxing lives on. What can I say? Look out for the Salvador Sanchez documentary. Um, it's going to be a very good documentary, very detailed, the most information ever put out on Sanchez. I have it all, okay? I clipped over 100 articles, all right? I got every magazine the man ever appeared in. I got them all from the first magazine he appeared in, which is the 1976 George Foreman cover is where he appeared first, okay? I gave this magazine away on several platforms. Y'all look for his name. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. So, you know, um, thanks a lot to everybody who came out and listened to us. Thanks to all the guys who showed up in the panel, man. I appreciate you guys. One love. All right, Coach. I don't know. Sometimes on StreamYard, guys, like some comments don't come up for whatever reason. All right. But uh, I, I see that you want – definitely. I'll, I'll, send you, I'll send you a link next week, Coach. We're going to talk some Ernie Shavers next week. Let me so – uh, with that said, this is D Style. This is Throwback Thursday. Till the next one, we'll go back in time. Peace. Peace.